That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Warning. The following video clip contains strong language and has therefore been rated 18 plus by the YouTube NECCA. Viewer discretion is advised. Rampage on Kato. I'm your host, Jimmy And Kato is back as usual. Every week he's here. He's the evil one himself. He's Dr. Jeff Lynn. Welcome back to Rampage. And what's going on? Yeah, happy as usual. It's about time that yes. your, your lazy Christ woke up and got us back. <laughs> I was going to say that. And you still sound nasty. Talk 
brothers and sisters out there. In other words, happy Easter for those that don't understand what I said. The Easter but yes. goose. <laughs> well, yeah. Come on, evil one. You should know this. I know. That's why I said Julian. Jeff. Sure, I've been waiting. Where? Where's QTV? What's going on? The <laughs> hottest thing on, on television. QTV. Well, speaking of the hottest thing on television, apparently, I don't know. Is this true? I don't know if it's confirmed or not. I just sort of saw it not too long ago. But are we getting another show, another AEW show on a Saturday night called Collision? This feels a lot like Ring of Honor's confirmed to HBO Max to me. I mean, <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Listen, do I think that maybe they're doing a Saturday night show live that's going to be televised calling it Collision? It's just instead of a Battle of the Belt 7? Yeah, I think that I think that's entirely possible. Why not? That's sort of what was expected all along in Battle of the Belts isn't doing it do I think we're going to get another show every Saturday night for two hours going forward that there's not going to be five hours of AEW programming on Turner Television along with Ring of Honor? No, I don't think so, unless Turner's not giving them another dollar for it, then I guess why not? But, uh, you know, what do they care if they're not paying any more for it? Um, but, no, I, I don't I don't think so. Like I said, I'll believe it when I see it. Now, if Rampage and Battle of the Belts goes away and this replaces it, okay. Um, but wow, that, that you know, the, the, this whole thing about you know, they're gonna divide the locker rooms between the people who are for punk and not for like a network is not gonna create a television program just to create peace or to avoid discord in a locker room. That, that's not how these things work. Everyone thinks like the wrestling promotion controls the network, it's like totally the other way around. So, no part of the story makes sense to me. Listen, Enron didn't make sense to me. It didn't do well. The, the real estate prices in the early aughts didn't make any sense to me. That didn't do so well either. Mortgage-backed securities don't make sense to me. They, they, they have a spotty, you know, past as well. But hey, crypto doesn't make sense to me either, and some of that's doing okay. NFTs don't make sense to me. I guess people are still doing that. So, you know, there's lots of things in this world that I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand either. And apparently, if the rumors are to be believed, the first show apparently is going to be in Chicago and let the rumors fly because if that's the case, then apparently Punk will make his comeback during See, his I, first I heard collision. the first show was actually at a at a Canada house show. I mean, it, it's funny because I, I joke, but not joking on Twitter. I commented this. I, I saw that AW announced they were returning back to Chicago for a June date. And I'm like, oh, they just reported that AW has a, a date in, in June. CM Punk returns, stories leaked by wrestling media started 3-2-1, dot, dot, dot. And sure enough, immediately, <laughs> it's exactly when it all started. So, you know, I, it's like I've seen this movie before, and I'm not sure. It's a good time well, to ask Chris what he thinks. Well, <laughs> and it seems like there's no delay, but yes, yeah. our other co-host, he's back once again. Apparently, the chatbot didn't like my, or his, 1984 reference. Chris Ames, welcome back to Uncage. And what do you mean by that, anyway, man? Well, okay. Before we went live, I had logged in, and my little my little note here said, "We've always been at war with Eurasia," which is a quote from 1984, uh, of course, the great novel from uh, from Orwell. <clears throat> and uh, everything was going very slowly. And now, as as you've as you've alluded to, it seems like there's absolutely no problems because I changed my uh, because I changed my little title down here to something <laughs> that isn't reference. 1984, although I'm still referencing 1984, <laughs> but the meta meta reference might be a little too much for Chatbot to quite quite understand yet. So, you know, 
fuck chatbot and fuck AI and fuck everybody else in charge of the internet right now. But I am Christopher Ams and that's AMBS, like Lambs with Noel or Bullshit First Thing in the Morning. Yes, I'm here. Yes, I'm back. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, you are a permanent fixture of Uncaged right here on channelattitude.com, Chris. Did you give him the AMBS? (laughs) Did you give him the Lambs Noel? (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway... I was just talking to Jeff about, uh, apparently, Chris, there could be a new show every Saturday night, apparently. Now, it's just a rumor, but I don't know how true it is. And apparently, it's going to be called Saturday Night Collision, AEW Saturday Night Collision. It's going to be a two-hour show on TNT, supposedly, every Saturday night, or a one-off. I don't even know yet. But if that's the case, what do you think, Chris? Do we need another AEW show for crying out loud? Uh, No, I don't need any more wrestling in my life. Um, and I don't know if it does, if it is a thing that winds up happening, then maybe we can do a thing where, um, you know, we switch from doing, uh, uncaged to doing the, the new one. I, I'd be down for that. And if it's, if it is, as has been rumored, which again, it's been rumored, 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 but based off of one person's rumor. Um, <laughs> so let's not, let's not get it twisted and start, you know, talking about this as if it's news. It is a rumor. If it does wind up being the rumored situation where CM Punk has basically been told, well, listen, we want to bring you back, but nobody wants to work with you, or half the roster doesn't want to work with you, so you're going to be put in charge of a, of a whole show for yourself, and uh, that's the way that they're going to do it, then I'd probably prefer to watch the CM Punk-controlled show, to be honest with you. Like, really. Right. I mean, fair enough. And you know what? It's interesting because I was looking at CM Punk's followers about a week ago, and I've noticed he follows only one member of the elite. And that one is Kenny Omega, surprisingly. So it seems like, and you know how Punk is, right? If he doesn't like you, he won't even follow you on social media. So I think him and Kenny Omega seem to be okay, as far as I see. Obviously, he's not too happy still with the Young Bucks and the rest of them. But um, if that's the case, then I can see Punk and Kenny doing something, whether it's for this first show or if it's for the show in the UK which is all in, I do think Punk will be back and will work a program with Kenny. Whether he works a program with the Elite, that's still to be, you know, to be answered, I guess. That's a big assumption. I mean, first of all, I don't just follow people that I'm cool with. Sometimes I follow people just just because they piss me off. Um, (laughs) Also, it could be be that the Young Bucks blocked him. I mean, they're very thin-skinned. They could have blocked him a year and a half ago, and he can't follow them. So, I, you know, I, I I wouldn't take anything from that. I mean, I think that Kenny probably is the most diplomatic and the most mature of them um, and probably regrets the whole thing happening more. The others are probably like, he's a dad. Um, right. But I don't know. I'm, I'm projecting a whole lot of, you know, motives and actions on people that I don't know. That's a fair point. And you bring up an interesting sort of thing. If the Bucks did block him or not, that I don't know. But... Uh... They could have. Chris, is there anything to say about this before we actually get into Rampage? Uh, as far as like who CM Punk follows and what that means, no, I don't really think that there's anything to really talk about there. It's Twitter is not the real world, and um, please stop pretending like it is everyone out there. <laughs> That's true. Well, guys, let's actually get into Rampage. And, um, well, I mean, we start off with a bit of a good match, I shall say. Even though I'm not interested 
in one half of the sort of teams, shall we say. It is for your IWGP Tag Team Championships. It is Aussie Open, your champions versus best friends. Now, I, well, they're I know now double you... champions. Well, double they champions. They won the New Japan Strong Tag Team titles also. Oh, whatever. I mean, cool. It Dominant. is what it is. Dominant. Hey, look. I think Aussie Open are great, personally. No. I know you guys don't really like them, but uh, no. they do, they did end up defeating the best friends. And apparently, Mark Briscoe wasn't happy about Jay Lethal, though, tricking him after the match. But, uh, but anyway, we'll get into that. So, I mean, look, I personally like them. I thought it was a decent match. I can't stand best friends. Jeff, what'd you think? I can't stand any of these guys. I mean, the one guy, what's his name? Mark Davis, who, I mean, the big really guy just feels like... He's like the Pete Best, you know, of Gallus. Uh, oh, come on. You know, I mean, he, every two seconds, he goes like this. He does the thing. I go, like, yeah. like, he's, like when he shouldn't be. Like, clearly when he shouldn't be doing that, he does it. And he's always looking in the wrong direction. Like, they're supposed to be tag team specialists. And he's, like, posing in the wrong direction when someone's supposed to break up the two count. Uh, it, it's just so obvious that it... These are not like well thought out things. The only thing they do that's interesting is all the different ways they get people into um, a uh, neck break, a pile driver position. Uh, that's a bit. The one guy keeps getting paler and thinner with bad, with worse hair. I used to call him Discount Matt Taven. Now I feel like I'm being insulting to Matt Taven. He's getting more like Angelico, but I feel like I'm being insulting to Angelico. Oh my and, God. and again, like, you know, if Gallus ever has an injury or, or visa problems again, they can just call him Mark Davis. Nobody will know the difference. <laughs> and I, I'm sure you're referring to Carl Fletcher, who's actually put on some weight, as a matter That's of fact. Mark there's, Davis. there's Mark Davis and Carl Fletcher. Mark Davis is the big Dave guy. Dave Marcus. Mark Davis and Dave Marcus. That's got to be their names. Who, who's, who's, the, who's the thicker one that's going to need double knee replacement, double hip replacement within four years? That's Mark Davis. <laughs> yeah, Mark Davis. That's Gal. That's the guy who's Gallus. Oh, he's best. Oh, yeah, but you're talking about also the other one being skinnier, apparently. Yeah, but he's not. But he wouldn't be the one that Gallus would call up. He, no. he he's the he's the one that uh, Billy Corgan would call up. <laughs> God, Chris, what'd you think of the match, man? Uh, it was fine as far as a match goes. Uh, like Jeff said, there were some pretty interesting ways that uh, Aussie Open set people up into the pile driver, which is fun to watch. It's an interesting little uh, sort of sub gimmick i guess if you want to call it that um but yeah i i don't find any of these people to be particularly interesting i think that at one point at one point trent really had a possibility to become something and i think that's now squandered completely um and every time i see chucky e. t i just want to pull my fucking eyes out of my head yeah i agree i can't stand chucky e. t and as far as uh Trent goes. He's been done for a long time, but for whatever reason, TK seems to like these guys. I don't know why, but... Because they he... get a good reaction in the live crowd when they're in a new arena that nobody's seen them before. The The problem is that once this company has run for a little while, this is going to get stale. I mean, good on them that it hasn't gotten stale to the live audience yet, but it's going too soon, and it already has to the TV-watching audience the same way that um, you know, Commander springboarding across the fucking ropes has gotten old to people who watch it on TV because they've seen it already. Um, if you've seen them hug a couple of times, then you've seen everything you need to see from the best friends. And if you've been watching this, this show, them hug for three fucking years at this point. Who cares? 
Yeah, well, to be fair, Chris, this shit's been going on for too many years as it is, and I'm talking about best friends. But, uh, yeah, it's still going. It is what it is. But, yes, Mark Davis and Cole Fletcher do retain the IWGP World Tag Team Championships. And as Jeff said just before, they are double champions because they are the strong tag team champions also. Anyway, uh, after the match, though, we see Mark Briscoe wasn't happy about Jay Lethal tricking him. Sanjay Dutt tried to smooth things over by presenting his crew as relatable. Though Briscoe and Lethal go way back as friends, Santam Singh grew up on a farm. Jeff Jarrett is a country boy. Dutt added Briscoe's mug to their team t-shirt. Briscoe still wasn't happy with the situation. And then we move on because next well, we his, see... His face was all the way down on the bottom corner of the t-shirt and the four of them are all sort of up here. I mean, you know, this wrestle crap funniness. This is... This is this is as as little as I like the, this pairing or this group. This is wrestling. I mean, th- this is at least what you see in wrestling show. This is this is wrestle stupidity. This is this is as Chris calls all the time wrestle crap. And it and it's it's not done poorly. And these are all of these guys are professionals, except for Satnam Singh. But to his credit, he just he doesn't say anything. He's he's you know he barely moves, and that's really what he's supposed to do. <laughs> True. Chris, fuck, guys, I, I'm. It's fucking up again. I'm gonna try to log back. back okay. on my phone. Okie dokie. All right, that's all right. All right. I'll all give right. you well, double thoughts then. Uh, that's not good. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, you know, what's his name? Dutt said that he's known him since Sanjay, he, yeah. like twenty years and all of that good stuff. And yeah, they, 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 you know. I, when he first was going down the we're relatable, I thought he was talking to the crowd, but it, but he was saying to each other and, you know, Mark Briscoe the whole time, you know, th- this is not what I signed up for. And when he put the shirt over Mark Briscoe's head, his, his uh, bandana went off, off his forehead and over his eyes. And, you know, Sanjay sort of readjusted it, you know, but not quite right enough. I, I don't, you know, it, it was kind of funny, you know, I mean, you know. It's wrestle crap, like you said, man. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's professional wrestling 101 in many ways, but, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever this is sort of um, alluding to, we'll see. But um, yeah, it's kind of stupid, but it is wrestling. But anyway, Jeff, let's go to the next segment because next we get FTR announced that they re-signed for four more years in AEW. Surprise, surprise, right? Right. Once that contract is up, though, apparently, Jeff, then their time in the ring apparently is over. They're retired. FTR, apparently they will. FTR tried to figure out why the fans supported them. The answer was a redemption story. FTR is going to repay all the fans by giving everything they have until the wheels fall off in an effort to become the greatest tag team of all time. Yeah, Jeff, I mean, you are know these guys what? talking too much? They constantly talk too much. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know why they gave them TV time for this because everybody knew that they had re-signed for four years, so yep. there's only so much energy you're going to get for that. And then they announced on Twitter and on TV that after four years they're going to retire, but they want to be the greatest tag team of all time you can't be the greatest tag team of all time if you've only been in the public consciousness for what 10 years when you when you've already stated your retirement i mean yeah it's just i mean they're they're already disqualified as far as i'm concerned um you know now who knows if they're going to stick to it or not you know my guess would be no but for them to announce it i mean it's like tony khan's got to have like a 30-month clock in his head right now starting going, okay, I'm going to book him strong until now. And then between months 31 and, and, you know, 38, 
is when they're going to start to have some problems. And then that, that, that last 10 months, they're jobbing to everyone. <laughs> For sure. And why, why even say it now? I don't understand why these guys have to come out and say that shit right now. Because let's be real, give it about two, three weeks, everyone will forget about it. And um, I bet come that four years. Well, I know why. Because they want to have some bidding heaven in 2027. <sighs> yeah, right. Well, Chris is back and uh, <laughs> he's all black. He's blacked he's, out. He's, Just, he's, well, look at him. He's teasing He's teasing the gods he of the internet right now. <laughs> Chris, can you hear us? I guess I can't. <laughs> out he goes. I think... <laughs> I think he's been replaced by an, another... I'm working with two AIs now. Yes, including myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, um, like I was saying, they just need to shut the fuck up. I'm sick of them announcing everything they do, even though they got their butt hurt, especially... Uh, who's the bald one? Uh, Dax Hardwood? Yeah, Dax Harwood. Uh, right. Not Harwood. He's not a flooring. It's Harwood. Oh, whatever the fuck his name is um he just craps on like he got his butt hurt on his own podcast by saying how do you know the fans fucking because of brian alvarez saying that they've probably re-signed a four-year deal he actually said it himself mm -hmm. and he got upset because brian alvarez fucking came out and said it and he's like well, what the fuck does he know i want him to come to to a signing that they do and they could talk about it man to man blah 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 and what do you know well i mean you know that i mean they've been tweeting about how they're going to make a big announcement as to the future of the show on this week's podcast now unless tony khan is a complete idiot which there's plenty of evidence to support that he is it would have to be that that podcast doesn't exist anymore because dax talks way too goddamn much for for him to allow that podcast to go forward and all it does is stir trouble so if tony khan did one smart thing and say you can't do this podcast anymore if if we resign and then you know you know, threw another, you know, couple six figures on there for each year, uh, you know, to, to make up for it, you know, then you know that, that somebody can be bought. And I'm not saying they shouldn't be, you know, this this is a job, it's for money. But poor Matt Coon, he's been on some pretty good podcasts, but they've always been short-lived. Um, and, you know, th th this is, this is, you know, probably his, you know, his opportunity. It's, it's almost like he's so wait, the podcast show killer. Has the podcast stopped now? Well, they're going to make an announcement this week. Now, if they go, we're going to continue to do this as long as they let us. And Dax keeps talking. Gr listen, on one hand, like part of Jeff hates always hearing him whining, but part of Jeff loves always hearing <laughs> him whining because one, I get information that way. And then it gives me a chance to bitch at him and, and bitch right. at him on Twitter and, and bitch at him and about him on these shows so you know i've got my angel and my demon or really just two different forms of demon uh you know saying different things about it but i mean can you imagine tony khan letting this show go continue to be the way it is you know with without filters on it yeah i mean if i was him you're probably right the smart thing to do is to get them to well to get dax to stop doing the podcast but like you said you gotta feel sort of sorry for matt coon because like you said every time something good starts up with him it is pretty short-lived so uh <laughs> it is what it is unfortunately um, right, so apparently we have a man down apparently the gods of the internet have won the battle against chris and, <laughs> and uh, chris sams there's he may still have am bullshit but there's not gonna be any pm bullshit today <laughs> 
Oh shit, that's a good one, Jeff. I'll give you that. Well, speaking of bullshit, we, the bullshit continues and it keeps on rolling because next we get Jeff Hardy, who says he feels amazing to be back in AEW. He allowed his own personal heaven to collapse and now he's crawling out of his own personal hell. Matt Hardy stated that the match against the firm will take place on the Hardy compound, apparently, Jeff. It will be Matt, Jeff, and Isaiah Cassidy and Hook against Ethan Page, Big Bill Morrissey, Lee Moriarty, and Stokely Hathaway. And a win for the good guys means that Matt and Private Party will be contractually free from the firm and Matt will render his opponents obsolete. Delete, delete, delete. Firstly, kudos to, to you boys on the skirmish who caught it like, you know, I thought I dreamed it. I thought it was a Mandela effect when, when Matt Hardy said, you didn't read the fine print in the contract with Hook. Now I'm no longer under the control of the firm. But if you lose this match, then I'm no longer going to be under control of the firm. So anyway, uh, so that foolishness aside, I mean, one thing, first of all, Jeff Hardy looked terrible. And apparently he had eye surgery. So like now his eye is all like he's got like, non-symmetrical um, eyes sort of like Matt has now like Matt just has it from I think being caught on the head too many times but Jeff has <laughs> it now like from from whatever the surgery is and this I look like sort of half Christopher Daniels like it's half like perpetually like reptilian like in the like blackened or or like like oh, a, like blood blisters in there all the time um but also I mean he looked he was noticeably skinny and and all this other stuff but you know if this is going to be a Matt Hardy production like the Broken Universe, like Final Deletion, or, or you know, the second one, which wasn't as clever but was but was still great. Um, I'm all for it, even though the stipulation is dumb, the, the the firm is dumb, this faction is dumb, you know. But Hook really can't wrestle, so I think it, you know this kind of thing is fine for him. And I mean, why else would Stokely Hathaway be there other than to lose? And I wonder if this is some way to get Mark Quinn back some TV time if he's too hurt to wrestle, but he can still play some sort of role. And please let there be the royal court of Rebbe King Maxwell and his uh, you know, his, uh, his other... Senior team. Benjamin? Senior Benjamin, Vanguard <laughs> One. Maybe right. there'll be a fleet of vanguards. Um, what's <laughs> his sure. other kids' names? Like, it's Maxwell, he's got like 12... He's had 12 kids since Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, what was it? King Maxwell was one of them? Maxwell. That's it. King, yes, King Maxwell. Some, some shit Maxwell, like that. It's been a while. but he's got two other kids. Like there was a, there was a baby then, but there's been a, another baby since. Yeah, I don't I'll remember f- their names, but you know, I guess one will be King, one will be like Khan, and the other one, <laughs> and the other will be Shah or so, you know, so, so, something like that. Well, Todd Brandy says, "Have no fear, because a comic king is here." What up, Todd? And he also says, "Bring back the mower of lawns." <laughs> well, what about a dilapidated boat? Scar's gone. Hey. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So. but as the well dried up one too many times now Jeff for this uh, delete fucking broken Matt Hardy gimmick to come back I mean it's been a long time so hopefully not <clears throat> uh, you know hopefully not you know I don't know uh, I, but I'm much more interested in seeing this match than I am in, in seeing like a regular Survivor Series or Elimination Chamber match with this four and four squad so well yeah I, I don't know <laughs> That's I mean, AEW has done pretty well with cinematic matches. I mean, everyone does pretty well with cinematic matches. They're fun. They're 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 easier to do. You can be creative. You can it it can hide a lot of you know defects, especially in some of the guys who really can't. You know, Matt really can't move anymore. Jeff is you know new to the game. Stokely's not a wrestler, so 
I don't know. Let's check it out. I don't, you know. Well, time will tell. We'll see if this thing's going to be any good or not, but we'll see. Uh, next, we see Warlow is going to write his own book by winning the TNT Championship oh, from Will That's right. We never know what's going to come out of the Lake of Reincarnation. <laughs> and if we'll get those cameos, if we'll see, you know, uh, Ricky Morton, uh, you know, we will oh, go sure. warrior animal this time. It's easy well, to see. Yeah, but, uh, unfortunately. Right. Well, who knows what comes out of Reincarnation? Tis the season, especially for your people. Well, yeah, we'll see. Um, Hobbs, he, uh, well, anyway, he says, uh, and I'm talking about Wardlow, he's going to write his own book by winning the TNT Championship from Will Hobbs next week on Dynamite as Hobbs plans to destroy Wardlow like Wardlow destroyed his car. Ooh. Yeah, all right. So, so now he's going to start writing too. And and remember that hair he was so upset about losing? Still, still right. hasn't grown it out. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. But anyway, I couldn't care less about this match because it's bad business in my opinion, but it is what it is, Jeff. It's so quick. I mean, you know, I mean... Either way it is, somebody looks bad doing it. Either way it is, you're, you're killing one of these guys. So you are. Hopefully... You're absolutely killing one of these guys, and it's too soon. Yeah, I mean, at least, you you know, something squirrely should happen, and they, you know, have a bigger match at a pay-per-view. I hope you're right, but somehow I doubt that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyway, next, though, we've got another matchup. It is Mark Briscoe, Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Satnam Singh versus Angelico. Luther, Serpentico, and who the fuck is Manscout? Um, I guess he is the the Spanish announced project's um, <laughs> resident ranger or their camp counselor or <laughs> their, their tour guide in, in the, the National Arboreum or, you know, wherever they were. I, I've seen him once before, um, and this is a dumb gimmick, and it's, you know, every month, every bit as dumb as the, the pizza guy gimmick. Um, but at least this guy looks like he almost could be a wrestler. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, Briscoe, Lethal, Jared, and Sanam Singh defeat he does, he does look like a, like he would be on like a FBI Most Wanted list for like that. <laughs> uh, he, he, he does have that look. Well, anyway, as I was saying, they do defeat Singh, Angelico, Serpentico, and Scout in a meh sort of matchup. Um, yeah, it is what it is. Wait, they beat they, who? You said they defeated Singh. They did Singh. I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, uh, I meant um, Angelico, Luther, Serpentica, and Scout. Anyway, and Scout, of course, take took the pin because of you know the, none of those other those other guys are too big to take the loss. Of course not, not at all. Well, speaking of big, we have Big versus Smalls next. It is Taya Valkyrie versus Emmy Sakura, and uh, well. Tyre Valkyrie ends up defeating Emmy in a pretty much it felt like a squash match to me. Eh, I, I thought sort Emmy, of. Listen, I can't stand Emmy Sakura. I know she's had a 27 year career. I know she's basically the like Japanese natty that she's sort of a, more just as much a trainer as anything else. I know she's highly regarded, but I've I've never really enjoyed watching. I find her to be dull. Um, so I'm not the it, biggest fan of hers either, to yeah. be honest. So yeah, it, it was it was way too long as far as I was concerned. She got in too much offense, and you know, again, I don't. Yeah, it's I still don't fun to fight this large. Why you need to use Emmy Sakura? And I know there's people out there going to say, "Well, Emmy Sakura is on the AW roster." Yeah, sort of, but she 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 really isn't. She's got like lots of other jobs with like other promotions that you've heard of. Whereas a bunch of these ladies have you know just worked for like you know local indies and like you know struggle to make it from Dayton one day to, you know, uh, Santa Fe the next and then drive up to Tacoma the next day. <laughs> True. 
Todd says, geez, I forgot and Kelly Girl was on the roster until yesterday. Me too, to be honest, bro. <laughs> oh, I, I, mean, I never forget. I know. For some reason, he always likes to bring him up and I'm talking about Jeff. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, you do. Yeah. Why do you like bringing him up? I don't know. I just I just find it so bizarre that, that he's resigned, but they, they let Jack Evans go. You know, they didn't resign. Yeah. Nothing, like, just let them both go. Like, what, what value does Angelico <laughs> have to you? But like, like, what's he doing? <laughs> wow. Well, I wonder what he's doing. But, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just don't understand what, like, what decisions are made by this company and why. It, it, like, none of it makes sense. It's just, like, one day they were sort of, with the hardy family office and then like the next day they they weren't like it's like things just disappear and it's like the the, the show is constantly the multiverse of Andis. i agree it's it's strange man but anyway back to the previous match though after the match we see Layla gray eating a road to Valhalla as well as jade entered the ring for fisticuffs grace saved the tbs champ from a road to Valhalla. taya was booted with a pump kick and the jada Oh, sorry, Valhalla, sorry, yes. Uh, and then Taylor was booted with a pump kick and planted with a jaded, and that was that. Didn't Jack Evans have some... Issue? I'm sorry, I'm reading a comment. I, I'm going to go into the private chat and only respond to ch chats that you put up there. Um, oh, no, I didn't see it, So, but he goes, didn't Jack Evans have some issues in Mexico and that's why they didn't renew his contract? I don't know. All, all, all of their talent but, seems to have issues in places. They all have visa. This one has a visa issue in Britain. This one has a visa issue in Mexico. This one, you know, I, I don't know what issues they have, but like, and I don't know if it's storyline or not, but apparently Juice Robinson was suspended by New Japan, you know, yesterday uh, out of results from something. Okay. I don't know if it's storyline or if it's real. That's um, got to be storyline. He's not even fucking signed to New Japan anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know, but he, he's still in Bullet Club with, with another guy in Bullet Club who was kicked out of Bullet Club. I I, I don't know what to say. Well, it gets better, um, Jeff. Because it's the multiverse of madness. It's true. Well, anyway, we see Jose, the assistant, issuing a challenge to Vikingo on behalf of Jalistico that the AAA Mega Championship match will take place next week on Rampage. Ooh. Those personas who are not signed to AEW contracts for a title that's not an AEW title. <laughs> what what can I tell you, man? Time. And I'm sure people go, this is going to be a banger match. You know what? Maybe it is, maybe it is. I don't care about it because it's, you know, another luchador, you know, that, that has, you know, that fits in with about a thousand others. It's it's not going to be one of their big deal luchadors with a guy that's 135 pounds that, that I, there's almost no chance that I will ever care about him. So I don't care. <laughs> but, but this is part of, 180 minutes of TV time per week that this company gives and 20 minutes or so is going to be to two people who don't technically work for AEW. That's true, but they continue to do that because they are the dream promotion, Jeff. They put on dream matches, apparently. Right. Or they do this because they, they, they know there's a pretty good chance that they're going to be preempted by NBA games or something and they have no idea what time slot they'll be on and if it'll hurt them or help them. Oh, God. Well, anyway, after that, we have Mark Henry being interviewed. I mean, you, you know that Rampage does better when it comes on after the NBA playoffs because these all the all these sports bars and places all throughout the country that have the NBA playoffs on, they just don't change the channel. They don't change the channel until some guy at the bar complains, you know, which probably is going to take 15 or 20 minutes to happen. 
Actually, you bring up an interesting point because even at the bars around here, I've noticed they've been playing AEW, <laughs> like it's, on their TV. They're not so. playing AEW. They're they're, they're tuning right. in to the just... game that's going to start. That's that's going to start at the at the top of the hour, or that you know the the the, the channel had ending at nine thirty. But of course, with you know fouls and whatever, it ends at nine forty seven or whatever. And then then you have the post game show. But instead of the post game show, they end up getting AEW wrestling, and you know. They just don't change the channel. Bartenders are busy. <laughs> you know what I did notice, though? People didn't give a shit about watching the men. But when the women came on, mm-hmm. I noticed everyone started watching the show. So, I don't know. It's funny. I find that quite interesting. Uh, I can understand that for Layla Gray, you know, and uh, <laughs> and, and, and for Jade, for Taya and, and Emmy Sakura. Um, oh, definitely not Emmy, that's for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, maybe in Australia. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Maybe those well, are anyway. Australian tens. I don't know. No, no, come on now. Well, Todd says, remember Bandito? He's another guy that has a lot of talent that AEW has barely used. I know, right? I mean, yeah. how many matches has he had in AEW? Three, if that? I, I think three, including the one before he signed. <laughs> it's just weird, dude. Speaking of weird, though, uh, we are up to the main event. And first, we do see Mark Henry being interviewed. Well, interviewing the main main event participants, Jungle Boy though was prepared for any opponent in this match. His goal is to get one step closer to a shot at MJF and the AEW World Championship. Sean Spears though, who just disappeared and has come back magically, clarified that he wasn't is here he to do. Well, apparently he is, but uh... why? Just because he's on TV? We've already established well, that's that that's true. That that's a good I, point. I, you know, I, I know no that he, was, he was not re-signed. This is, I mean, he's been on once before. He remember when they had like a. The good guy pinnacle reunion for one night. Oh, and I forgot to mention about the segment before that, before I continue, because uh, we did see Daddy Magic, Cool Hand Ange, and Jack Hager. Oh, Jake. God. Oh, Jake. I said that. What did I say? said Jack. Did I say Jack? Well, anyway, who cares? Jack Swagger. How's that? Uh, rapped a song to show how easy it is, because apparently they're rappers now. Right. The acclaim come out for a rebuttal, but they decided to fight instead as Daddy Ass brought out real scissors to clip Daddy Magic's nipples. Thankfully, right. though, Jass pulled Daddy Magic and his nipples to safety, and the acclaim challenged Jass to a chairs match next week on Dynamite. Oof. What a face move, bringing out scissors, bringing out actual real scissors. To try. Um, Very face. I, I think we need to point out that, that Jake Hagar was trying to do Beastie Boys, Paul Revere in that, <sighs> um, and he, he used... Twice he he used I like this hat as as his rhyme as his rap right. right. Uh, this, this is however wrestle crap. this was wrestler crap, but this this is fine. This story is stupid. This is fine, but come on, this 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 is not helping anyone. This is not helping the acclaim. It's not helping the the, the JS has been reduced to more comedy. It's the acclaim. Do you, do you see them as title contenders now? Not at all, actually. Right. Which is a shame because I was fans of these guys, but not anymore. Right. And the gun club haven't seen hide nor hair of them since they lost. I mean, granted, it's been a week or two weeks, whatever. Well, it feels longer than that. Even when they were champs, did they really feel like champs? Well, not really. But someone, you have to get used to them with those titles before they actually feel like Which we never really did. Right. You know, and they would wear them around their necks also. And, you know, it, it... it, it didn't feel much to, and we've had so many people steal titles in this company so you know it so it sort of almost felt like that yeah this and so far this show is just feeling feeling like filler at this point they're just trying to waste time to i guess do a show right mm-hmm. 
And yeah, it is what it is. But anyway, as I was saying though, Sean Spears though has clarified that he wasn't here to do MJF's bidding. Spears had the same objective in chasing the world title. And then enough talk as Henry closed with, it's time for the main event. Well, Sean Spears pointed out that they have the same goal. He's just been chasing it longer. So what well, basically what Sean Spears says is that he, he, for, he he's had 20 more years of futility than, than Jungle Boy. Because Jungle Boy has had at least some titles. I mean, I don't. Sean Spears, to my knowledge, has never held any title. I think you're right. I don't think he has. I could be nothing wrong. In NXT, could be wrong. Nothing in WWE. He didn't hold anything in NXT. Not even a tag championship. I thought at least I don't once. Think so. Hmm. And he was very over in NXT for crying out loud, and they destroyed him. I mean, well, people chanted ten. Wow. Come on. I mean, I remember I when mean, he debuted. But that's the thing. You keep telling me that people are over. No, I keep telling you. People like to chant or sing along. That doesn't mean they're over. It just means it just means the audience is a bunch of trained seals. That doesn't mean someone's over. <laughs> did, did anyone ever buy a Sean Spears or a Ty Dillinger shirt? No. Uh, well, I'm not sure. That's an interesting question, though. As something we should look into. But anyway, who cares? So yes, it is Jungle Boy versus Sean Spears. And uh, I mean, people like saying, "I like this hat." Jake Hagar's not over. No, nah, he's never been over. <laughs> And he's a former world champion. We the people was over for about four or five weeks because of a chant, and then it wasn't. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but anyway, this match was all right. It was decent, but as per usual, Jungle Boy does get the win over Sean Spears. Um, this match sucked. This match sucked, yeah. I guess it was. Sean Spears, obviously. And apparently he, they shaked hands after the match, too. Right. Oh, ain't that nice? Sean's a face now, I guess. Terrific. Because why? He was a face last time we saw him also. I know, I mean, but why? They're not going to use him. No, of course of course not. I'm not even sure that he signed. I, I, this might have just been a one-off. I mean, I, I don't think this is the city he lives in, though. I I, I don't know. I, I really don't I know. know he's but, living in the States now instead of Canada. Yeah, but, I mean, if they rehired him, why? Why, why rehire him? I mean... It's I just... don't think he's a bad hand though, Jeff. I think he's better than people give him credit for. I don't think he's too bad. He can be a heel. He can be a face. I mean, but before to serve what purpose? They have nothing. a million. They have a million not bad hands. Well, they failed him also. I mean, they could have done something with him, and every time they tried, could then they? he was gone. They gave him Tully Blanchard right away. Listen, Sean Spears is a, is he's not a zero. He's a three. He's not. He's certainly not a ten. He's 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 a three. He's he's. He's good looking. He's sort of big. He he's he has sort of a good build, um, and sometimes he's better than others. But he's he's not a particularly bad wrestler. He's not a particularly good wrestler. There's nothing particularly interesting about him. But in the pinnacle, he was he was the pin eater. He he was he was the the bottom of the pinnacle. I mean, you know, one of these things is not like the other. And Sean Spears definitely felt like that thing that was not in the other. I mean, so he he was definitely the the Paul Roma of the Horsemen. <laughs> So, I, oh, I mean, boy. no, I, you know, I'm, I'm just saying that they have like 300 people under contract. What, why do you keep like signing or bringing in these, you know, undercar people? Well, I know the reason it's the people who are on are AW contracts who matter or who are perceived that they may matter. Don't take L's. It is what it is, man. And just the fact that they just bring them back out of the blue without any sort of reason blows my mind but uh, aw is a, is a is a is a welfare project for wrestlers it's it's a works project which hey that's great so it's a it's, it's a 
private uh, partnership works project for wrestling. It's that, which is which is a lovely thing until it's not, in my opinion. Todd says that might be an insult to Paul Roma. That could be true, actually. I didn't mind Paul Roma for crying out loud, but anyway, yeah, uh, this was like a cat and mouse style of match. Not much to really say other than Jungle Boy does defeat Spears, and then there was a handshake at the end of the match. Big whoop, and that was that. That was Rampage, uh, Jeff. I know, you were going so fast. I was trying to slow you down and bring you back because we've only gone yeah. 44 minutes. That's That used to be the standard for Uncaged, believe it or not. I, listen, I'm perfectly happy to do a, a quick show. You usually get mad when I try to slow you down. No, but look, let's be honest. What is it to really talk about on this show, honestly, right now? Nothing, but I felt that way about a bunch <laughs> of different shows that you've wanted to talk longer. So, all right, listen, cool. All right, everybody, you can find me at Icarus Fellow MD. <laughs> uh, you, you can check us out on uh, PWC uh, and the Hami Media Group, Channel Attitude, and uh, check out Hammerlock Hangover and then Garden of Doom and Garden Views. Thanks a lot. See you all. Peace. Stay evil, my friend. Wow, that was it. That was, it, it, was the quickest. That was the quickest. It feels like it, it feels like uh, this is the pullout show. <laughs> well, uh, well. Todd says, wait until all this other talent comes back with no rhyme or reason. Well, that's it. Well, like I said, man. Listen, we're already getting Jay White versus Commander. I mean, this is exactly the wrong thing to do. Can we talk about this for a second? Because Absolutely, go for it. Because you sign a, what's supposed to be a giant free agent, one of your one of the, the best wrestlers in the world, supposedly, someone who's instantly in your top card scene right up there with the elite and all of the, uh, you know, your top tier guys. His first four or five matches... He should be killing people. People that have names, like you know, whatever. They don't think, because you start with Angelico, next it's Sean Spears. That's why you people like that on that they they lose matches. I, I'm not even gonna try to decide who's face or heel or whatever, you know. But you you move on to like people like the Blade or Butcher level, and then and then you, then you move up a little bit higher. Action Andretti gets beat by Jay White. You don't have his first match be what's almost certainly going to be a 15 to 20 minute match where there's a bunch of near falls and JY just sneaks, sneaks it out at the end, uh, you know, after a banger against Commander, who's not signed to your company, and you have 23 of them. You know, maybe the fifth match when it's against Phoenix should be that kind of match um, or, or whatever. But, but JY should be should be dominating his, his first few matches to make no doubt that this that they landed one of the best in the world and, and he's and he's going through you know some of AEW's top offerings like Bobber. Who's gonna stop this who who can stop the sling blade from cutting through them like butter? The sling blade? You mean the Is that switch what blade? The sling blade? The switch blade. King switch, switch Jay White. Switch blade I like, like sling a knife, blade like a flick knife, you know? <laughs> oh look if it is going to be one of those matches like you said it was, I'll be bitterly disappointed. But I've said it. I will bet anyone that that's what it's going to be. I hope you're wrong. I hope you are. It should be and like that Hobbs match where he squashed, who was it, uh, Serpentico or whatever? Yeah, yeah, Serpentico it was, I believe. Oh, by the way, Johnny Gargano, surprise, surprise, hurt his shoulder again. Oh, surprise, surprise. Who gives a shit at this uh, point about Johnny Gargano? You know, I'm not a Johnny wrestling guy, but uh, Neither I, I don't like I, little but... guys. But, um... Look, I've said it a million times. They should have him talk on the mic first. Talk why you signed with AEW. Why are you here? Not fucking just put him in a matchup against some fucking idiot named Commander. Jeez, you couldn't come up with a more original name than that, right? But well, they instead, could have done that last week. Right, yeah, when, they, when they weren't there. Like, he shows up with Juice Robinson and nothing. You don't hear Jay White speak. 
But here we are, he's gonna have a match with Commander. If that match doesn't go for under a minute, they've killed him already. They've killed all his momentum coming into I, AEW. I don't think it goes for a second under 15 minutes. Probably longer. Come on, bro. Really? I, if I they do him like that, they're fucking fools, straight you up. Know, you, you know TK, he, he loves his 18 minute, you know, 23 kickouts. Oh, man, I hope you're wrong. I hope you're so wrong. You think he's not going to have Commander do all the spots where he runs on the, on the top rope and then does his, like, triple <laughs> That's all he does, up. though. That's all he freaking does. He's just run on the ropes. Big deal. Well, he's, he's got to do it once every five minutes, or he's got to do it three times. So you, you, need, you need 15 minutes at least for his, for his three moves. It's cool at first. It was actually quite good when I first saw it. Then he done it one cool too many times. Oh, wow. And then there's, there's that, too. I mean, it is impressive, but not when you do it every fucking minute. Ah, it is what it is. We'll wait and see what happens. What I'm hoping for is that Jay White beats him in under a minute, and that's too long, and then gets on the mic and talks a little bit. That's what I'm hoping for. We'll see. You're probably going to be right. I hope you're wrong, but again, we'll wait and see. Come this Wednesday on Dynamite. But in saying that, Jeff, did you want to say your your socials one more time since we're finishing it now? No. Well, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at DJ Mass Effect, and you can follow us at the PWC Network also on Twitter. Like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com. With five bucks, you get to see us talk all things professional wrestling, including WWE and AEW. And also like and subscribe at channelattitude.com. I already said that. More like haminmediagroup.podbean.com and the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all of our shows. And in saying that, I think we're out. I'm Jimmy T, that is Dr. Jeff Lippman, and you've been listening and watching the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show right here on channelattitude.com, and we're out. See yous. Stay alert, my friends. Snoop Dogg and this motherfucker one time. And I wanna dedicate this record to all you motherfucking wannabes. All you niggas that wanna look like us. Yeah, you wake up in the morning looking in the mirror wishing you was a motherfucking West Coast gay. Yeah, you punk motherfucker. I'm talking about you, nigga. Straight wannabe. Wanna dress like, wanna talk like us. Wanna be like, wanna walk like us. Nigga used to be soft, now you wanna be tough. Used to be in your video shaking like her. You motherfuckers be doing too much. Wanna be hating, now you wanna be us. I oughta really be clapping at y'all, but instead I'm straight laughing at y'all. And then a nigga had the nerve to say, fuck Snoop Dogg. Cuz got a firm and he just bought a coupe, y'all. Tattoo, LBC only. And every little cheat in the streets won't he? They talking about cuz ain't from the set. And when they catch him in the hood, he gon' get checked. Young chick, you better beat what you say you from. Where you from, cuz? Niggas gon' hit you up, what it do, real? Niggas want everything, even your bitch. Used to be jewelry and just your whip. Nowadays, everybody is in it for the chips. My grandmama living in the South. Understand me, she even had to tell me what it's about. Say the white kids on the block want to get a flick. Say they love me like Elvis. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah.
Sponge. 